now silver Roman shows and I'm back with all my game. I just toured the states for like 40 dates and I just touched back in Maine. I sold more records while I was gone than anybody I know. I got them having cows, I can't hold my horses and I'm feeling like the goat. I'm the goat. Welcome to episode 62 of Goat Radio, emanating from quarantine. I'm your host, Michael Sprague. That was Joseph Roy. Let's go. And he is Andrew Leahy. Yo, yo, yo. Today we will rank live-action dog movies and see which one hunts down the top Disposed for the intro music, you can catch him on Spotify and iTunes, just like Goat Radio. Please rate, review, and subscribe to help spread the goat word. You can also find us on Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and all your other podcatchers, but Age of Radio is the place we call home. Please help support the podcast by visiting ageofradio.org slash goatradio and shopping with our affiliated partnerships at the Bazaar. If you are interested in interacting with us online and voting on any of our polls, please check us out. First, our business page is facebook.com slash goatradiopodcast. From there, you can find all of our links to everywhere else. And also join our fan group, facebook.com slash group slash goatradiopodcast. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at goat underscore radio. Please buy some merch. You haven't got anything else better to do. You can't go out shopping during quarantine, really. So, getting all that money and you're not buying, you're not going to restaurants, you're not getting haircuts, obviously. You're Andrew, right? So, you can buy merch. Right. No haircuts. Teespring.com slash stores slash goat radio podcast. On the last episode, uh, we discussed the greatest of all time male professional wrestler in pretty much a landslide vote. Stone Cold Steve Austin was the runaway winner. After me. Uh, Leahy, I even threw my vote to uh, Shawn Michaels. Hey, I appreciate that. that. Uh, I did not notice that, but I always knew the hardcore wrestling fans would have my back. Uh, there were some people that voted for Hulk Hogan. Thought we did him did wrong. Yeah, no, he did himself no wrong. No love for Ric Flair. Wrong. Nobody added Ric Flair to the poll. Yeah, that's fair. Forgettable. Uh, any t- any thoughts on WrestleMania? Now that we're talking about wrestling, real quick. It was just oh, yeah. this past weekend. Um, I thought they did a very nice job of being unique and different, uh, having the different kinds of matches, like the Boneyard match and the Funhouse match. Uh, or whatever the Funhouse match was. Funhouse uh, match was wild. I, I love was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my Absolutely life. Absolutely loved I it. Get that 15 minutes back. Yes. That was the stupidest thing. The Boneyard match was so bad that it was amazing. I couldn't look away. Mike and I were watching it together, actually, well, via Skype. And the Boneyard match had everything. It had, like, like dramatics. It had... It was so good. What was, it was that? Like a bad, it was like a bad western with like some horror vibes. Hundred percent, hundred percent. The the Boner match was awesome. It, it it was cheesy, but it was awesome. The 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 Funhouse match was maybe the craziest. Like I honestly thought that I was on acid. And and right, like I didn't know it was a match. It wasn't really. It, it, you can't call it a match. Like, that shouldn't go against John Cena's WrestleMania record. I liked it, it Lee. I'm with you. It's, one, it's one of those things where it kind of seemed like it was just a giant dream. Like, none of it actually happened. Nightmare. But it was, it was a great time. Uh, I thought that the two, like, big male championships were kind of pathetic, to be honest with you. Uh, it, they kind of seemed like UFC matches more than anything else. Watch a couple of big moves and then it's over. Two minutes later, I'm like the the you have a pre-tape match and you can't even get Goldberg to do a three-minute match. I think it's kind of sad. Uh, back to the Firefly Funhouse real quick. <laughs> I loved like how it was like a trip down memory lane for like 
That was awesome. John Cena's career and for just the history of wrestling. Like that alternate timeline NWO with John Cena and the NWO is so that funny. That was awesome. That was really that was funny. That was really oh, funny. Oh, and the the puppet of Vince McMahon. Great uh, puppet. Funny as hell. Great puppet. Great puppet. He, he does the that's some good shit. It was like that like perfect Vince McMahon idiotism. The, back to what Andrew was saying about the, the title matches, because... All of them were so, even Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan shouldn't have gone the way that it went. Unfortunately, I have a comment about the Goldberg match, and it was... I think Mike and I said there were seven finishing moves in three minutes, and then it was just over. What happened to the days where we draw we, we just drew these matches out? It was like eighteen to twenty minutes of championship fighting, even if it like meant like Goldberg just getting the absolute tits kicked off him. Like nothing. And then Drew McIntyre, I love Drew McIntyre, he's fucking awesome. Incredible wrestler, deserves what he got. But like you beat Brock Lesnar that fast. Makes him look pretty strong. What? I was fine with with him winning that quickly, honestly. But no, like it drag, like drag it out, like do something. The Mike's favorite match has to be the Edge match. Oh, I love that was my favorite match, like favorite match. wrestling match. They absolutely dragged it out, and every moment was awesome. We were all watching on Skype together, and we. We kept commenting on, like, they're going to go into this room. They're going to smash this off this dude. They're, he's definitely going to spear him off the top of a semi-truck. That match was awesome because they dragged it out. It reminded me of the uh, halftime heat where they did the Rock versus Mankind in the empty arena match. Mm, good one. It's yep. very similar to that. Had that yep. same yeah. vibe. Uh, just last, last comments is I really felt bad for Drew McIntyre. Um, that he didn't have that special WWE moment with fans around yeah. kind of took away a lot of that uh, happiness I had for him. Yeah, I do feel bad for him regarding that, but at least he still got the title. So, Hell yeah. Uh, before we get, did anyone else thought, think that it was weird, or I don't know if you guys have been on like WWE Reddit or anything to see. Did anyone think that it's weird that it was a Boneyard match, but it was American Badass Undertaker? I think that they uh, did that on purpose to like subvert our expectations. I love American Badass Undertaker. He was only missing Fred Durst. If Limp Bizkit was there, then I would have been just fucking sold. I, I read but a report it, that uh, he's going to be sticking with that look for the remainder of his career. Yeah, I mean, how long is this? He only fights once a year now, man. So yeah. Whatever he wants. So, I like WrestleMania. I thought it was awesome. Alrighty. With that stuff out of the way, it is time for... Ooh, I have a quick question, if that's alright with you guys. Yeah. Oh. Cool. Oh. Oh. The only problem is, uh, I just forgot what my quick question was. I'm too excited <laughs> about WrestleMania. It blew your load already. I know. Was it, it related to dogs? I don't know what it was related to anymore. Uh, I'm just going to something else. Random. Um, what is one goal you have for yourself for the rest of the week? Oh, good. Uh, We've set goals here on this. Don't get the coronavirus. Yep. It's a pretty yep. solid goal. Yeah. This is a little easier for Mike to say as I come into contact with a lot of people every day who could potentially have coronavirus. Um, but don't get coronavirus is a great goal. <laughs> and um, do I have anything else that's more legit? I don't know. Be a better dad. I don't know. I'm staring at my kid. Yeah, don't get coronavirus. Be a better parent. There we go. Uh, I, I cleaned out my car yesterday. We uh, Zoe and I want to clean and organize the room a little bit better. Yep. Tomorrow. I like Good it. Idea. Taking advantage uh, of things that I wouldn't you, have the time to do. Uh, Joe's quick question of the moment. Um, what was the most interesting thing you found in your car? Uh, Besides Frisbees and... I found, like, silverware, a bunch of yep. cig- a bunch of socks. 
So silverware is interesting to me because you don't make food at your house. So when yeah. do you need your own silverware? I don't know. Just every once in a while you find things that you're just like, oh, why is my why is my kitchen towel in my uh, in the back seat of my car? Yeah, you probably brought it some some uh, sponsor. Well, <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, socks make I sense because you take your socks off more than anybody than I ever met in my life. <laughs> my feet I are sweating right now. I also recently yeah. cleaned out my car. Yeah. Under underneath my passenger seat, I found like old, like tin foil from like a breakfast sandwich or something, and it was still wet. And it had oh, been underneath good. there for at least a month. Cheese. Gotta be the cheese. Is it from what's that place that you like in South Berwick or in Berwick? North Berwick, Allard's Market. It's probably there. It should be one Berwick. It should be one big Berwick. Enough of this North South Berwick thing. If it did, if it was. Who cares? Make it a city. Three of them. Yeah, South Berwick, North Berwick, and Berwick. Yeah. Throw Rollinsford in there too. Screw it. Two. two Yeah. Two of them are in one school system, and the other one's by itself. Let's do it. Wild. Um, all right. So before we get into the main subject, uh, part of the reason I was cleaning out my car the other day here, um, uh, unfortunately over the weekend we had to put my dog down, Gunner. So, uh, rest in peace to my boy. Uh, part of the reason that we decided to do this, uh, episode this week as the greatest of all time live action dog movie was to honor him. Um, uh, so quick moment of silence for for our, our good boy gunny all right so does uh do either of you have so i i obviously have a bunch but do you you either of you guys have a favorite moment or a funny moment from any of the times that you interacted with with my good old boy that dog loved andrew it's true i actually have a picture was, it took me a while to figure it out, but all you could see is Gunny's sitting next to somebody, and there's a it's like a leg, and I'm looking at the leg, and I'm like, who the, whose leg is that? It's a nice and I realized leg. The, I realized the lack of hair, and it was easily Andrew Leahy. Easily. Yeah, yeah I'm. His bottom. Yeah, Gunny and I had a lot of good moments. Uh, he we, he literally was a huge freaking dog, and he loved to just. On average. Just roll on you and just like put his belly out there. And just every once in a while, you'd be playing with him and he like gets pissed off that you stop playing. And he'd just start growling at you. And be like, knock it the fudge off. We're not here to fight. We're here to play. And then he was back to normal. We're back to playing again. That was his playful growl, too. That was it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I know when he's mad. And it wasn't at me ever. So, Joe, I remember he, he liked you once. No. So my, I have two stories about Gunny. So the first one was the first time I ever met Gunny. He not like loved me. He just normal dogs. So I walked up to him. I pet him. I love ginormous dogs. And Gunny was a fucking huge dog. His dome was bigger than Mike's dome. And if you know Mike, Mike is a fucking big head. So I walk up to him and I'm petting him. From then on, Gunny and I, it's not that like Gunny and I didn't see eye to eye. It's just more like he got very excited around people. And he never knew if he was going to like get a little too excited and do his thing. Um, my best memory of Gunny is definitely we're in Milton when Mike was in the Milton house. And we're walking him up the street. And Mike, Mike was, I mean, Mike, what do you weigh? Like 240, 50? No, I'm down to 220 now. 220, beautiful. At that awesome. time, I was probably about 220 as well. Yeah, he was probably like 270 because he's lost so much weight at this point. And he's just getting like yanked by this dog. This dog is so strong. Because how much did he weigh, Mike? He was 120 or so. 120 fucking pounds. It was only about of 80 just pounds pure muscle. Yeah, when we first got him, Huge. he was 80 pounds. He put on 40 pounds when, he, when we got him. And he didn't look fat. He just was fucking huge. He, he was, was always, whenever Mike took him for a walk, it, it, like, Gunner would take Mike for a walk every day. Yeah. Gunner was a good dog. And he was very good to the kids. And he was very good to your family. Not great around other people, but that's okay. Because that's, that's, 
the, God, the God, matter. It's, so the bigger thing is about being around family. Now we got to come up with a new excuse for why we can't have people over. Yeah, oh, Megan's going to have diarrhea on that day. Sorry. That's okay. I figured <laughs> diarrhea is actually probably a better excuse than most people during coronavirus. <laughs> um, so, Gunny, uh, I just, uh, the last... The last few days of them being gone out of the house, it's been so quiet, and I I kind of notice it more in in those moments. Like the moment that hit me the hardest this week was when I got up on I think it was Tuesday. I mean I had already had a whole day behind me at that point, and uh, yet when I got up and I looked down at the floor and I realized I didn't have the dog's bed to step over anymore, just kind of hit me a little hard there. Um, but some good funny stories. I mean, there was this one time where we got this um, weird, like, dinosaur mask. We yeah, I love that mask. <laughs> Gunny, you're a dinosaur. <laughs> we had a fun video of him doing that. Um, there was the one time where, uh, shout out to our friend of the podcast, Alan. Uh, his ex-girlfriend had come over for a party and got super hammered. And was just hanging out with Gunny, and Gunny like loved her. She's just laying, laying on the couch next to him, like licking his face, like, "Oh, he's such a good dog." And like, <laughs> it was a very bizarre moment, but I let it happen because he was being good to another person. So. <laughs> uh, and one of the first experiences that me and Gunny had uh, just together in general was when we took him home. We go to, like, uh, cash out at the register, and the lady's like, yeah, you're the third family that's put a deposit on him, but you're the only one that's actually come back. Which I thought was kind of sad. I was like, yeah, who wouldn't want this dog? Uh, and then uh, we uh, took him home, and it was almost as if it was, like, meant to be from the first moment, because he easily got in the car, didn't have to beg him or anything like that. He just jumped right in the back seat and was ready to go. He was ready to come home. He came into the house. He sniffed around for a little bit to kind of figure things out. And from that moment on, we were best friends. So. This uh, this drink I'm drinking, buddy, goes out to you, Gunny. Going to miss you. Um, rest of the family misses you here. And uh, we're going to rank some dog movies here in your honor. So if you guys are ready to roll. Let's do it. Greatest of all time, live action dog movies. I'll kick it off at number 10 with a classic. More well known, I guess, for the book, but there was a movie adaptation, Old Yeller. Oh, low, I think. I don't know, but I think I that's just, low. This was specifically for movies, so I, and I figured that the, the movie version wasn't necessarily as good as the book. So that's why I just kind of threw it in at the bottom. Um, yeah, that's fair. Not a big deal. Leahy, what's your number 10? Uh, my number 10 is a movie that I wouldn't mind seeing. I haven't seen it yet, but it is uh, Benji. Came out a couple of years ago. Oh, what are you doing? Dude, there are tons of great dog movies. There is tons of great dog movies. I feel like, though, Old Yeller and Benji are two dog movies that are, like, iconic for dogs. Dude, old Yeller is not in my top on my list. list. And, and all the others not on mine. Yeah. Ha! Apparently, I read the wrong list. <laughs> we'll have what to you see. got, Joe? So, I put this one on for Ellen, because when I was doing my research, it's tough to, like, just say live-action dog movie. You're getting a lot of, like, just dog movies in general. Um, no dogs. <laughs> so, I put it at number 10, because I assumed it wouldn't make either one of your lists anyways. My you wife assume wrong. It was, cl- it was oh, close it's on for me. Beautiful. I saw it on somebody else's list. It's awesome. It's about huskies. I and love that movie. It, I love huskies. It, it, I've seen it myself, actually. I was like, oh, I forgot that was even a movie. We just watched and... it not, like, like three weeks ago. No way. For the first time, yeah. Well, not the first time for me, but first time for Kinsley. Right, right. Um, yeah, Snow Dog. Good movie, 2002. Um, it's funny. Um... It's a very good dog movie. Number 10. It's a good one to round out your list with. Uh, number 9 for me is 101 Dalmatians. Whoa! Oh my god, you're kidding me. 
right. I'm on Joe's side. We're going to hear one. about 101 Dalmatians much, much later. Oh, God, I just pissed a lot of people off. Wow. I can't wait to see what's in your top three. I just, At least watched, made a this, list. I just watched this movie, like, probably also within the last three weeks. We went. We were on, like, a dog movie kick for a little bit there. And uh, I don't know. Just didn't find it. Like, I think the cartoon's better. This is, yeah, probably. Uh, it, At the same time, I think it's the legacy of 101 Dalmatians that kind of like puts it on this list. It's like the le- it's the Disney legacy because like when you think of Disney dogs, like what do you think of typically yeah. 101 Dalmatians? Pluto. Well, Pluto, but he doesn't have his own movie. There. Until we make it. Well, Andrew. Glad yeah. I just uh, stopped the show here with uh, Dalmatians at nine. Don't worry, and I got a good one at number nine. What we got? Most of these uh, these movies are very positive, happy. Let's go with a not so happy positive movie in Cujo at number nine. Oh, Cujo! That's what I used to call my dog. That that dog was tough as nails. Tough Nobody as nails. fucked with Cujo. That's my number nine. Joe, you, you keep rolling on your number nine here. I'm going to be a weirdo and go grab a snack. That's fine. You're good. Um, so my number nine is I actually didn't think I was going to put this one on my list because I think it's actually not a very popular movie, but Marmaduke. Never watched Marmaduke. It's all about a great, big, giant, great Dane. So I didn't yeah, I know what it is. Two great Danes. Um I forget what one one of them was Otto. The other one, its name is Hannah, maybe. Um, just ginormous dogs. Like I think Otto weighed one forty five, one fifty, and he was six feet tall on his hind legs. So people, whenever you'd walk him down the road, people would be like, "Oh my god, like Marmaduke!" And I'd be like, "What the hell is Marmaduke?" And I finally <laughs> watched the movie after a while, and it's actually it's not bad. I yeah, think, it's a fine movie. Marmaduke, Mike. Marmaduke. Yeah, right, this so is going to be a wild-ass list because... Yeah, it is. I don't think that I... Did, do you have Marmaduke on yours, Leahy? I did not. I did not have Marmaduke on mine either. Quick it's a cool pick. Thanks for the green memo, by the way. It's all right. <laughs> hey, at least we're all wearing Boston sports-related gear. Hell yeah. All, we got three of the major sports covered. And we don't. There's not a lot of green Bruins gear out there, so we can. Uh... We'll work on that. Uh, uh, number eight, Lassie. Fair. So, so Lassie is actually, I think, a better TV show than movie. Agrees that this is lower on my list. <laughs> Dude, wait till you see my top five. My top five is fire. I'm sure it's gonna be good. No, this is why I'm not having a fit right now. Because I'm like, there's a lot of good dog movies out there, and I have a couple in my top five that might be a little controversial. So, but Lassie is a better is a better TV show than a, than a dog movie. My number eight. Very fitting here. Eight below. Yeah, good one. Starring Paul Walker. Oh, RT. Yep. Also, it has a 72% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not bad for a live action dog movie. Wow. Eight below. Eight below. I thought about that one, but. I thought it was a nice number eight. You know me, I'm all about putting numbers together with actual (laughs) choices. That That was nice. What you got, Joey? What's eight? So I was trying to find out, like, a, like, go with movies where I thought that, like, people would vote for that. Vote for that. And I came up with this movie, Turner and Hooch. So Turner and Hooch came in the top ten, and as every list I've ever seen, it's from 1989. It has this adorable, like, what are the dogs with the big the jowls that just hang down their drooly? Let me see if I can see what kind of dog he is. They have Tom Hanks in it. I gotta sure look this movie up. I've never heard of it. I'm sure he's a mastiff. And how have you never heard of Turner and Hooch, dude? It's Tom Hanks. Guys, never have, man. It is from a great year. 1989. 
After number six? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so, never heard of this movie. There's nothing wrong with... You know, please, please don't shame Andrew and I for not seeing this movie. But I mean, it does have Tom Hanks in it. It also came out so, before I was born. I'm pretty sure it's a Mastiff is the dog. That's I think I'm, it's a Mastiff of sorts. That's why I'm offended. Oh, buddy. He, I think this is a pure Mastiff. Gunny was a pit Mastiff, if I'm not mistaken. Gunny was an old English Mastiff, as far as what we know, but he definitely looked like he had like some pit bull in him. Turner and Hooch, guys. Have Turner to come in at my number eight. Um, my, number, my number seven is a more recent movie, and it's named after the dog I had as a child. Max. Yeah, never. Also never heard of it. It's about a badass German shepherd that like takes down bad guys. It oh, didn't I'm make my that. list, not because it's not a good movie, because I've seen this movie. Is it it didn't make my list because I just didn't think of it and didn't make my list. <laughs> so is it a good movie? It's it is good. good. It's good. I think so, it's, it's, not so much. So there's there's podcasts out there with all the Corona stuff going on that just Mount Flushmore's instead of Rushmore's so they'll do the worst of things that <laughs> we do this someday. <laughs> but like I like, is there a bad dog movie? It has dogs and it has them bad. I mean, I think they're all fairly like warm hearted, warm hearted, and um, entertaining, especially for like a younger audience. Max has only got a 38% on Rotten Tomatoes, but but fans who vote on it on IMDb gave it a 6.7 out of 10. So it's also got a uh, a military theme in it. Uh, Max is a service dog from the Marines. So. Aw, well, thanks for your service, buddy. <laughs> so, Leahy, number seven. Uh, my number seven. Shout out to Joe. It is oh. everyone's favorite movie. Snow... Snow Dogs. Number seven, Snow Dogs. That's why. Whoa. Oop. Oh, yeah, I believe you said Snow Dogs. Snow Dogs, sorry. Just cut out there, lost some internet. That got weird. Uh, Snow oh. Dogs. Uh, honestly, one of my favorite movies growing up as a child, and anytime it was on the TV, I would always watch Snow Dogs. I thought that the whole dentist guy was hilarious. Just love huskies, and, and it just made me like them even more with that movie. You a big Cuba Gooding Jr. guy? I am. Now that I uh, now that I uh, have grown up a little bit and seen more of his stuff than just Snow Dogs, yeah, I am. Have you seen Boat Trip? I have not. <laughs> I've grown up a little bit, so I like Cuba Gooding. you got to put that on your list, Boat Trip. All right, we'll do. And Joe, what's your number seven? Beethoven. Fair. Don't you even look at me. You put Lassie and Benji in your bottom ten. Beethoven's low. Beethoven is a glorious dog. Whenever you see a either um, St. Bernard or what's the other dog that's kind of like a St. Bernard? Chesapeake? No, not Chesapeake. Newfie? Newfoundland? Newfoundland? No, kinda, yeah. Uh, Alan used to watch a dog. What was it, Mike? Newfoundland's just a dark St. Bernard. No, not true. Yeah, it's black. My my, my, uh, wife had one. What is that right now? Bernie's Mountain Dog. Yeah. So. Oh, the Mountain Dog. The Mountain Dog. And actually, the second second one when I did the Google (laughs) search, it was actually Newfoundland. Was right behind that, so you're not wrong. Day, I put dogs that's kind of like that. So, um, I actually like this movie. When people think of Saint Bernard, it's a very beloved dog. Um, they think of Beethoven. Is it a great movie? I don't know if it's better than the movies in front of this on my list, but it, it it's a great. It is a great movie. Uh, Beethoven, I watched again. It's either on Disney Plus or it's on like Hulu or something. We streamed it not too long ago, and uh, it's it's one of those. It, it's in the same vein as that Max movie. You know, it's very good, very warm-hearted, and uh, very you know just entertaining, fun for the family. But critics only give it like a thirty percent. That's fine. It's Beethoven. 
I'll talk about it again in a minute. Oh, there we go. Uh, no, my number six on the number six, Turner and Hooch. There it is. Big T and H. Big Tom Little Hanks. escape there, huh? Speaking of Tom Hanks, I hope he's doing well and recovering from his coronavirus. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know he's a fighter. Uh, Prayers up for the uh, Hank family. Uh, all right, so we already talked about Turner Hooch a little bit, so Leahy, what you got at number six? Uh, my number six falls just out of the top five, prefacing that uh, it is Lassie. Uh, as, as Mike did, I also think it just falls out just out just because the TV show is just straight fire. The movie's pretty good, but the TV show is the reason why it was so good. I love how prevalent the idea of Lassie is in pop culture that it gets referenced in like episodes of Family Guy or The Simpsons. Well, I, Lassie made me love Border Collies even more than I did back then. Yeah. Just a great dog. Did you have Border Collies on your dog breed list? Uh, I think it was just outside. I'm not really sure, though. Lassie, number six. Joe. Um, I actually put Benji as my number six. Yeah, Benji. Just good enough to be a famous dog. Movie-wise, I think it falls outside the top five. All right, that's the bottom. Uh, Let's do this real quick here. Just a recap before we break into the top five. I had Old Yeller, 101 Dalmatians, Lassie, Max, Turner, and Hooch. Lee, I have you as Benji, Cujo, Eight Below, Snow Dogs, and Lassie. Yep. I have you as Snow Dogs, Marmaduke, Turner, and Hooch, Beethoven, and Benji. Nailed it. All right. For those keeping track at home, that's the bottom five. Top five, I'll start off with Beethoven. Uh, Oh. It's a good enough of a a movie to to kind of break into the top five. I think when you think of dog movies, this is one of the first ones you think of. It's very recognizable. And it has a very recognizable breed as the lead of the dog in the movie. So, uh and it's got a fun romance plot for the dog, so. Wow. So, uh, number five was Beethoven. Leahy. My, my number five, going to be a little controversial here, probably having this low. Everyone just hold your hold your alcoholic beverage. Uh, it is uh, Marley and Me at number five. Marley and Okay, you. perfect. Thank Fuck you. Off. Nope. Nope. Uh, good job, Andrew. Marley and Me is very good. Marley and Me is a great movie. Uh, it, I love Owen Wilson to death. Uh, Owen Wilson's one of my favorite actors. I think he's hilarious. But uh, overall, in general, uh, Marley and Me was just ruined by the uh, by the world. It just like all the time. All I had to find out, like literally, movies out for like a day. Oh, the dog died. Well, thanks. You just ruined the entire movie for me. Hey, spoilers. Yeah, that's oh. kind of where why it's so low for me. I just got ruined because people just had to ruin the plot. Man, it just sucks. People that's are just like, bad people. That's like saying Avengers Endgame is a bad movie because you know the ending of it or something like that. Doesn't I'm not saying it's a bad movie. movie. Five's not a bad movie. Out of all time, live action dog movies. That's true. I still think it's a little low. That's fair. You're allowed to have your opinion. Joe, what's your number five? I had to put this one in here, although I've never seen it, because the five or six list, including Rotten Tomatoes, um, Ranker, the different la- uh, list had this on there. Hachi, A Dog's Tale. I'm putting it on there. It's from 2009. Um, it's a this really cute Akita dog. Oh, I like Akita. Um, yeah, it's really cute. This is like a Japanese um, movie? I never even heard of it. An Akita? No. No, the movie. <laughs> oh, it's the dog's is named Hachi. I mean, I think it's a little racist of you, but it's okay. <laughs> um... It's like, hey, this dog's name is Ching Chong. <laughs> so I, before I threw it number five, I was like, do I throw this in here? Because I've never seen it before. But, like, everyone likes it. It's all about, um, it's directed by, like, Lasse, which I'd say it's funny. His name is Lasse, kind of like Lassie. Halstrom. Um, I, I mean, I... It's a family drama. I mean, it, it, the dog's name is Hachiko. 
I'll have to give it a watch. It's outside of my wheelhouse yeah. right now. It wasn't yeah. really I mean, on my radar. I won't lie, and I'm not going to try to sell this too hard, but I... 62 on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, solid. 84 audience dog. score? 84 audience score, yeah. Yeah, solid. Good picture. Right. I, I might oh, get thank some. you. I might get added on this one for how low it is. Homeward Bound, number four. Wow. Yeah. You're allowed to have your opinion. Wow. That's all I got. Nothing else? Yep. Because we're going to talk about it a lot later, right? right. Yep. I hate number four. Uh, my number four is Beethoven. We've already talked about it enough, but uh, definitely a great movie. When you think of famous dogs that are live action, it's definitely way up there. Great movie. Right. I like your positioning of that movie. Thank you. Joe, number four. Old Yeller. I had to it's the original The Dog Died movie. Yeah. You ruined it. I've never heard of that. It's literally from 1957, Lehi. I think you've had enough time to catch up. What? This stuff came out last year. This is the first movie where I'm like, they didn't need to make the movie out of this book. It's on your list, too. It's on Mike's list as well. Let's just keep that a clear fact. At number 10. It's not on my list. All right. I'm, I'm, ready to, I'm ready to fight again. Number three, Air Bud. Yep. Um, that's a double shock because my number three is Air Bud, too. Wow. As well. I thought I would have been getting cremated because it's not in my uh, number one slot. No, man. We were talking about it at work today. Everybody told me Air Bud. We're also missing sports right now during quarantine coronavirus time. So, like, just thinking about a dog that can hit free throws like a motherfucker is probably just sports for us. That's true. I mean, right now, sports for us is Bleacher Report live streaming a, a simulation game on Madden. So, Yep. So, Airbud was number three for both me and uh, Joe Leahy. What was your number three? My number three. Uh, 101 Dalmatians. Woo! Classic movie. Great movie. Honestly, I agree with you. The cartoon version is way better than the, the live action. But I love me a Dalmatian puppy. Let's not get that out of the minds. Dalmatian puppies are adorable. Alright. One name is Spot. Oh, because they have Spot. Or Smoke. That's nope. right. Yeah. Number two, oh. a dog's purpose. Are you guys laughing at me right now? Um, yeah, I didn't. It didn't make my list. I didn't even know. <laughs> uh, it also didn't make my list. What is wrong with you guys? Have you not seen this movie? Have not I seen feel it. like all the. I feel like all the movies on my list are all very justified. This movie is incredible. After the animal rights people were having a fits about this movie, I had no interest in watching it. Yeah, well, I'm a big PETA guy. That was all blown out of proportion. I don't know. I read the. Uh, I read all that. I read some articles about it. Uh, but what side of the articles was it on? Josh Gad plays the dog, first and foremost. I like Josh Gad a lot. And, and uh, the best part about this whole thing is that it's got like a basis in reincarnation. So the the same pup comes back as different dogs, like different breeds and everything throughout the movie. And each time comes back um, to his owner uh, in some way, shape or form makes its way back. So it, it's... Uh, it's a very interesting concept. There was actually a novel in 2010. Same plot, same name. Uh, very good movie. Kind of started a uh, series or a franchise, I guess. Because then, since then, there's been a dog's journey and a dog's home. 
placed in the same realm, I guess. But this is probably the better of them, and it's it's a very good watch. Um, I would uh, check it out if you guys haven't watched it already. Yeah, it's probably a movie that I should have seen by now, um, but I've been uh, boycotting it. But I mean, I'll probably put the boycott stick down and watch it eventually. Thanks for your service, Andrew. A Dog's Journey, the second one, also very good, and actually has a slightly better Rotten Tomatoes score. Is Josh Gad in both of them? Uh, does not appear that Josh Gad is in this one. Yeah, fuck that. I'm out. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Hmm. Oh, it is Josh Gad. Oh, phew. Alright, back Saint, in. An elderly St. Bernard and Australian Shepherd mix. I'm in. Fuck this got, shit, I'm out. Got to hang out with uh, Matt's Australian Shepherd mix today. He's torn my lungs up to pieces with his little puppy teeth. The good stuff in life. Yep. All right, my number two? Yep. Uh, we just talked about it a second ago, Air Bud. The dog can do no wrong. Uh, what, a, what an athlete. What an absolute athlete. Talk about a feel-good movie. They're all feel all the earbuds. There's like four billion of them, and they've all turned it, it turned into like a whole other thing, like with the the pups. Yeah, they were like milking that cash cow hard. My my daughter loves all those pup movies, like Santa Paws. Oh, of course she would. Santa Nothing wrong with that. Alan loves that like movie. Adventures of uh, dog movies, but it's not good. Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol. They're gonna come out with a Paw oh. Patrol live action movie soon. I guarantee you. I there's a there's definitely Paw Patrol movies. It's Paw Patrol live. We've seen all of these, we need by a the Paw way. Patrol live action movie. That's what we need. Yeah. That, that would be like an absolute banger. Oh yeah, it would. Joe, what's Mike would see it like three times in theaters. your number two homeward bound hell yeah love this movie as a kid <clears throat> so homeward bound uh 1993 was a re bomb so but the remake not the original is that fine can I, guess, can I guess real quick hold on while you're talking about this is this Leahy's number one hell yeah sweet fucking love homeward bound Homer Bound is the original, not the original, because there's Old Yeller, but Old Yeller was more about, like, it's the dog that died. At least Homer Bound is about, like, the dogs that just are trying to find their way home. Um, I mean, made $41.8 million in the box office. Um, yeah. Um, it's just a great movie all around. I think that it's not it's obviously not my number one, but it is absolutely contender for number one. As um, we've all seen Homeward Bound, and we all love Homeward Bound, so I think it deserves a high regard on this list. Uh, it is also an 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. Pretty good. And came out right in the right time for us. I mean, 1993. It's like right in our wheelhouse. For, it would have been the perfect age for a movie like that, you know. What was what was the golden uh, retriever's name? Does anyone remember? Because the 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 uh, pit bull's name was Chance, and he was a freaking idiot. Sassy was the cat. Sassy cat. I couldn't remember what the dog's name was. It's Chance a golden was retriever. by Michael J. Fox. Uh, <laughs> Shadow. Shadow. Woo! I, I, I freaking love Shadow. When I was growing up, I just wanted to have a dog that was just like Shadow. Such a good, loyal, noble dog. Uh, Megan had a dog named Shadow. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Um, all right, so... So Mike's like number one must be Marley and me. Oh, yeah. With a bullet. Nailed it. Nailed it. Bullet. I, I don't know why it wouldn't be number one. Uh, I, I don't get the whole argument that it's it's a sad ending slash people ruined it fantastic cast Owen Wilson Jennifer Aniston uh, it's got the greatest of all time dog breed 
Um, I don't know. You guys, uh, you guys tell me. I don't know. We haven't got to Joe's number one. It could be number one for Joe. Yeah, Joe, what's your number one? Not a Marley and Me fan. Um, didn't like the movie. Also, um, think that it's a lot more overhyped because it's an adorable little dog that died. So I, it just it doesn't do it for me. It, it must no be last. It. I will get no, 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 because once again, um, Lassie was also a much better TV show than it was a movie. Because I truly believe that 101 Dalmatians is the greatest movie for a All dog. Right. Alright. There are so many fucking dogs in that movie that are fucking adorable. There's Spot, there's Wizard, there's Rocket. So many adorable dogs in that movie. It's, it's So the thing about 101 Dalmatians, the live movie, is it as good as the cartoon? I don't know. That's a tough one. Same thing, though. The Corel DeVille character is great and very iconic in the live-action movie. The dogs are awesome. Absolutely awesome. And I actually really enjoy watching 101 Dalmatians myself, anyways. Um, May likes it a lot because she loves dogs. Um, I will... I think I can make an argument for number one. Um, between, I think it's a tough one against like Homeward Bound. I think people might go Mike's way for Marley and me, maybe because like that movie had a good cast and the dog was adorable. That's why I don't know if the movie was good because of the movie or because the dog was so fucking cute. Uh, a correction, by the way, I had said that it was the greatest of all time uh, dog breed, but it's actually a Labrador retriever, not a Golden retriever. I see. So, I see. Which was the I second see. greatest of all time on our list. Um, Semantic? Semantics. Um, 101 Dalmatians. I, I, there's a rumor that they're making a new version with uh, Corel DeVille played by Emma Stone. Oh, oh really? That's mm-hmm. interesting. Instead of Glenn Close. That's who plays her, right? And just make that up. Yeah, I don't think so. All right, we're going to wow. take a quick break. That's the top 10. Uh, we'll come back with the final list, thanks to the math wizard, Andrew Leahy, right after this. And we're back. Whoa. Leahy. I'm just going to state by saying this ahead of time, I did not do this on purpose, but I have six of the top 10 correctly placed on my original 10 list. Wow. I don't think it's ever happened. Including the top five exactly right. Wow. That's just crazy. Uh, number 10 crazy. was Benji. Number nine was Turner and Hooch. Not on my list. Missed my list. I'm sorry, boys. Number eight was Lassie. Number seven was Old Yeller. Number six, A Dog's Purpose. Then busting into the top five, we had Marley and Me. Four was Beethoven. Number three was 101 Dalmatians. Number two was Air Bud with two thirds and a second. And number one was my number one and Joe's number two, Homeward Bound. Good list. It's a banger of a list. Some I think everything that- makes the list, which is good. Some would say that, like, one of us is an expert at, like, knowing live-action dog movies. I don't know who that would be, but. Well, it's not me, because you didn't like Marley and me, so. Not fair. Hey, it's on my list. It's number five. Yeah, I guess I should hate on Joe more than I'm hating on you. Thank you. Sorry. Marley, Marley and me deserved better than number five. I thought it was very a very clear top three choice. Um, I think it definitely deserved better than five. I don't know if I would put it top three. Uh, I think it's the, the our top three is pretty solid. Homeward Bound, Air Bud, Hundred One Dalmatians. But I, I could definitely I'm, see it in top three. I guess I'm the only one that's the anti Dalmatian guy. Oh, I love Dalmatians. Wild. Do it for the fire department. It's not that I don't like Dalmatians the dog, just the movie in general is not, I don't know. 
I mean, if you've already seen the cartoon version, you're not going to see too much in the live action version. Yeah. It's pretty it much a uh, carbon yeah. copy. Carbon copy, yeah. All right. Very great list. All right. So every week we put up a poll for you to vote, discuss whatever we're discussing that week. So make sure you join our fan group, facebook.com slash group slash goat radio podcast and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at goat underscore radio. Uh, There you can comment on the rankings and let us know how we did. Is 101 Dalmatians top three worthy? Is Airbud really the number two? Is Home One, Homeward Bound the clear number one? Let us know. Also, I want your take on which breed of dog that hasn't gotten a lead role in a box office film that you'd like to see in a live action movie. Ooh, I can't wait to comment on that. I do enjoy that guys have any thoughts on that question right now before we wrap up uh i'm gonna save my thoughts for facebook check out look for it my thoughts will be on facebook all right next week uh, i'm gonna say the same thing i said last time with this whole quarantine thing we're just kind of figuring out as we go what our topics are going to be uh we had planned some stuff around events that were going to be taking place uh, like March Madness. That have been canceled. Uh, for example, I don't know if we're going to be able to do the greatest of all time rock band around the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because that may not be uh, yep. going on next month. So It's going to be tough. So we'll see what's going to come up. Uh, if you have any thoughts online of what you want us to talk about, you're more than welcome to hit us up. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes, and we will be sure to take your recommendation. Shout out to Eric Bellinger for the outro. You can catch him on iTunes and Spotify along with Spose and Go Radio. Please support us in the Age of Radio syndicate. Visit ageofradio.org slash go radio. Thank you everyone for listening. Let's go.